You are listening to the Cheeky Podcast for Moms with IBD, a safe space where moms with Crohn's and colitis connect, explore powerful tools for healing, and transform our lives to thrive in motherhood and in life. I'm your host, Karen Haley, IBD health coach, integrative wellness enthusiast, and mom to three outstanding kids. After having Crohn's disease for 30 years and working as a health advocate exclusively with IBD clients for the last 10 years, I know it's time to bring the types of candid conversations I have with my clients out into the open. It's our time to go on an IBD healing journey and do it like only a mom can. Let's do this. my friend. It's Karen here and welcome to the podcast. How's it going for you today? Has it been a challenging day for you with your IBD or are you feeling well? There's so many ups and downs on the roller coaster that is IBD, right? Either way, know that I'm thinking about you. I'm sending you positive vibes and gratitude. I'm sending all of that your way. I'm excited to have this conversation with you on the episode. It's on such an important topic within the specific carbohydrate diet. Some of my absolute favorite conversations start with on the SCD or the SCD diet, right? I just love talking about this diet. It's near and dear to my heart because it's this diet. It's this very diet that I started 12 years ago that finally made the difference for Crohn's, and it allowed me to reach remission. Since then, the SCD, it's been a place of grounding and centering. Every time I need an IBD tune-up, I know the SCD is there. I still follow the principles of the diet even today, although now I'm able to tolerate foods that are outside of the plan, But for two years, SCD and those words in the Breaking the Vicious Cycle book, fanatical adherence, that was my life. I never purposely strayed, and it served me well. On the SCD, I was able to get off my Crohn's medicines. I was able to really be there for my kids in a way that I hadn't been before, And I was able to eat things most people without IBD take for granted. The first time I ate a strawberry without any negative impact, I swear, I swear, really, I swear I heard birds singing. Whole raw nuts and pumpkin seeds and leafy green salads and apple with skin on it. Most people take these foods for granted, but not us. Nope. (laughs) And on the SCD... My life, it felt like it was just opening. It had been transformed and it gave me a new lease on life, really. It's because of the SCD that I do the work that I do today, helping moms like you find your best life with IBD. I did learn early on, though, that the SCD doesn't work for everyone with Crohn's and colitis, either because maybe it doesn't fit their lifestyle It does have a lot of rules in it to follow. There's a lot more cooking at home, so I get that. Or maybe it doesn't work because it just doesn't work for your body. But it does work. It does work for the majority of my clients who try it out. And when it comes to SCD, there's one thing. There's one thing that stumps IBD moms out there more than anything else. And that one thing is 
SCD yogurt. For most moms, it's really different from anything they've ever tried before. Definitely it was for me. It has several steps and you feel like if you make one misstep in there, you'll ruin everything. Once you learn to make it though, I swear, I swear it's like riding a bike. You never forget. At this point, sometimes I go years without having it at all and then some, I'll decide that I'm going to make it. And I, it never fails. I know the recipe by heart. It never leaves me. Once you try this recipe out a couple times, you'll see how easy it can be. It looks more complicated than it is. So it is just like riding a bike. Now, I know for some of you, you don't have questions about the process of making SCD yogurt. You might just be wondering, what the heck is this lady even talking about? I don't even know what this is. Or you might be wondering, will it even benefit you? Or how do you make it? What's the recipe? And if you're at this stage of your healing journey, I've got you covered, mama. I've got you covered in two ways. Number one, I've got a collection of step-by-step, hold-you-by-the-hand recipes for SCD yogurt. That's just my way. When I teach something, I take you by the hand because I know that that's what works for me. There's four recipes for SCD yogurt in this collection, and there's one for dairy-free yogurt that you make in a yogurt maker. The second recipe is for dairy yogurt you make in an instant pot because I know, I know that many people out there, you've seen that yogurt function on your IP, and you're wondering, can I make my SCD yogurt in that? Yes, yes, you can, you can. And because I know you've asked for it for a while now, I've recently added a recipe to my yogurt making collection for non-dairy yogurt with a yogurt maker and also with a yogurt maker with um, also non-dairy yogurt with an IP. Sorry, I kind of confused you there, but I also have non-dairy recipes, one for yogurt in the yogurt maker and another non-dairy one for the Instant Pot. So that's four that's in that collection. So I've got you covered. I promise I've got you covered any which way you want to make it. And if you're a visual person like me, I've got you covered there as well. You can check out my SCD yogurt making yogurt making video. It's on YouTube right now. It's on my YouTube channel, which is IBD Health Coach. Long ago in a galaxy far away. Can you tell I've been watching Star Wars lately? Anyway, in a galaxy far away. I think this video was made when I didn't even know how to make a video horizontal. I think it's, I haven't seen it in a while, but I think it's vertical. You can watch it and tell me. So please forgive me for that. It's definitely some really good information. It's fantastic hand-holding, step-by-step, a guide to making SCD yogurt. It's on my YouTube channel. And while the video is, the structure is a little bit dated, the information is still good, I promise. So if you want a recipe for SCD yogurt, made in a way that you want to make it, however that way is, you can get the paper version of the recipes or you can get the video. They're both in the show notes. Heck, you know what? You can get both. Feel free to take advantage of both the paper and the video. That's what it's there for. So if you want to, you can go to the show notes and get those things or you can skip that. You can skip that and go straight to the yogurt recipes. You can get them by going to karenhaley.com forward slash yogurt. That's K-A-R-Y-N 
H-A-L-E-Y.com forward slash yogurt. Since I already have recipes out there in the ethers for SCD legal yogurt or GAPS compliant yogurt, and by the way, those are both gut healing diets. If you've never heard of SCD or you've never heard of GAPS, those are both gut healing diets often used in the IBD community. And actually, you can check out my episode on seven gut healing diets. I believe it's episode seven, fittingly, seven gut healing diets. I believe it's episode seven. So I'll link for that in the show notes as well in case you want to check out more about these gut healing diets. But I thought since I've already done information on that, it's already out there for you, I thought that today's focus would be better on SCD yogurt if I answered your most asked questions. I get tons of questions, so many questions about SCD yogurt, probably on a daily basis. So today we're going to address the ones I get most often. These questions will be great for you if you're in the beginning stages of SCD and you're kind of struggling to find answers to your most pressing questions, or if you've never made it before, you're thinking about making it, this is gonna be great for you too because we'll get all your questions answered before you even begin. And by the way, whether you're on SCD or GAPS or you're just eating for IBD, and you're trying to just heal your IBD in general, I highly recommend eating homemade fermented yogurt. It's really, it's just about the best source to improve the quality of the bacteria in your microbiome and give you relief from your IBD symptoms. Those symptoms like abdominal pain, gas, bloating, diarrhea. But even those IBD related conditions that aren't gut related, but they're IBD related, conditions like arthritis or skin rashes, It can all help with balancing the flora in your gut. It's key, really, to healing IBD. So whether you're on the SCD or not, this yogurt, either in a dairy or a non-dairy fashion, it's crucial for when you're ready to use food on your healing journey. There's only, I do want to mention one thing. There's only one type of IBD ailment that I don't recommend yogurt for, And wait and see, because I'll talk about that later in this episode. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get to it. The top 10 SCD yogurt yogurt making stumpers I get asked all the time. Okay, here's number one. Do you recommend one yogurt maker over another? The answer is yes. Yes, I do. I actually do. I have three favorites when it comes to yogurt makers. The Yogourmet, that's the one that I use. It's an oldie but goodie. I've had it forever with no problems. It hasn't broken on me, so if it ain't broken, I'm not fixing it, right? I'll leave a link for that one in the show notes in case you want to check it out. But know that there are others on the market, but that one is just a good, standard, wonderful um, yogurt maker if you're looking for one that's tried and true. There's also, though, a newer one, a top-of-the-line yogurt maker, and it's made by the company Lavelli. It's supposed to be really great, too. I've heard wonderful things about it, so I've actually recommended it to several clients, and they've loved it. So that's the Lavelli. And the thing that's really cool about the Lavelli that's different than the Yogourmet is that the Lavelli has an automatic shutoff feature. That's something that the older yogurt makers, they don't have. 
If you're looking for more of an economy option, I like the Euro Cuisine Yogurt Maker. It's less money, but not less on functionality. So all of these yogurt makers, I will link them in the show notes below that, so that you can check them out. But those are the three that I like the best when it comes to SCD yogurt and the yogurt makers. Question number two that I get, is it possible to make non-dairy yogurt? So that means that there's no lactose, the milk sugar in the dairy version, and there's no casein, the protein found in dairy. So completely, not just lactose-free, but completely dairy-free. Can I do that? That's the first part that I get. And then the second part is, will I still get the same probiotic benefit? Oh, I love this question. It's really on the minds of many moms with IBD lately because they want to make yogurt, but they don't want the dairy in it. So my answer is yes. Yes, it's possible. It's possible to make SCD legal or GAPS-friendly yogurt that's dairy-free. My favorite non-dairy yogurt option is using coconut milk. But you can also make your yogurt with almond milk, though I think that this one takes a little bit of patience and practice. Maybe I never had the patience to figure it out. If you've had success with almond or cashew yogurt, making it at home, will you please let me know? I'll share your suggestions with the Gut Love community of IBD Mamas. Remember, I've got the recipes for non-dairy yogurt. They're in the show notes. So if you're thinking about making a really good non-dairy yogurt recipe, you can get it by going to the show notes or karenhaley.com forward slash yogurt. And yes, to answer the last part of the question, yes, you are still going to get the probiotic benefit from your non-dairy yogurt. The probiotic benefit is still intact. Making yogurt dairy-free, it's really a great way to get the same benefit from SCD yogurt without the dairy that many cannot tolerate because it increases inflammation in their body. Okay, let's move on to question number three that I get, and this is a big one. This is a big one. I started making my yogurt and didn't realize I wouldn't be home when my 24 hours were up. What can I do? All right, here's the deal here, mamas. I'm going to give it to you straight. Most yogurt makers, they don't have an automatic shutoff option. And as far as I know, the only option that has the automatic shutoff is the Lavelli yogurt maker. You do, though, the cool thing is you have a fairly large window of time for fermenting your yogurt. It's anywhere from 24 to 30 hours. As long as you put the yogurt in the fridge to set during any of that time frame, you should be fine leaving your yogurt a bit longer than you planned. I like to add this too because I found this information according to Elaine Gottschall. That's the author of Breaking the Vicious Cycle and the ultimate SCD mama herself. She says fermented yogurt for up to 29 hours is fine. So that means leaving your yogurt maker on for 29 hours is fine. She then says after 30 hours, it starts to kill the good bacteria. After 36 hours, it will not last as long for you in your fridge as long as it normally would. Plus, just FYI, this is me, not her saying this, I've noticed it gets a lot tangier and tartar, less sweet, less creamy, the longer that you ferment it. So something to think about. There's 
Also, a similar question I get about this very topic, but it's from people that use the Instant Pot to make their yogurt. Instant Potters, I call them. So question number four, this one is specifically for Instant Potters. I made my yogurt in the Instant Pot. It turned off automatically after 24 hours while I was sleeping. Can I still put it in the refrigerator in the morning even though I left it out all night? For moms who use the IP to make their yogurt, I hear this question all the time. So let me just give you an example of how this might play out. Let's say that you're an IBD mama and you left your yogurt in the Instant Pot overnight. It turned off at, let's say, 11 p.m., but you forgot then to put it in the fridge. So you're wondering, can I still use it? The answer is usually yes, but follow the rules that I just said above for best results. Okay, so the same rules for question number three apply. That means that 30 up to 30 hours is fine. When you get above that, remember though, now this is a little bit different because with the yogurt maker, it's still heating, but with the Instant Pot, there's no heat on anymore. It's turned off, but it's just sitting there. But here's something interesting. It will still ferment at room temperature, so it is going to continue to ferment for you which will then start killing off some of the beneficial bacteria. So in my opinion, if you get over 32 hours in a case like this, I think it's probably best to discard it and start again. But the bottom line here is with either question three or question four, no matter which device you use, a yogurt maker that doesn't have an automatic shutoff, a yogurt maker that has an automatic shutoff, an instant pot or even a crock pot, or I've seen people use their heating pad to make yogurt. No matter what kind you use, accidents will happen. They happen to us all. They happen to me. I'd like you to just give yourself a break. Give yourself a break knowing that we're all human. We all make mistakes and just move on. Move on with confidence that you know the next batch will turn out better. Okay, here's question number five that I get. What is yogurt dripping and do I have to drip my yogurt? All right, regular SCD yogurt, it's important to know that it is not as thick as the commercial yogurt you buy at the grocery store. If you like a thicker, heavier, creamier, like a Greek style yogurt, you can do something called dripping to remove the whey and make it thicker. The whey is the whitish, watery substance that rises to the top of the yogurt. You'll see this in your homemade yogurt. You'll see this in the grocery store yogurt. It's that liquid that's at the top and it will make your milk, if it gets incorporated into the yogurt, it will make it less creamy. There's several methods that you can use to drip your yogurt. The easiest involves a tool that I have at home and I love it. It's called the Euro Cuisine Yogurt Strainer. I'll link to that one as well in the show notes so you can check it out, see if it's something that might be of interest to you. And it is so simple to use if you decide you like this idea. You just add your yogurt to the top of the container. It's basically like a very fine colander at the top, like a mesh sieve almost. And you place that in the refrigerator and magic happens. What happens is the whey drips down and it leaves the yogurt, the creamy yogurt at the top. You can then place your yogurt in a glass container and then put it back in the refrigerator when it's done dripping. 
In terms of dripping, you can drip anywhere from three to 24 hours. At the three hour mark, it's gonna be more like the yogurt you get at the grocery store, that thicker, creamier yogurt. And if you leave it all the way to the 24 hour mark, it will be drier and thicker like cream cheese. In fact, you can use it as a cream cheese replacement in lots of recipes. I've done it before. You can do that quite nicely. Feel free to play around with the amount of time you drip your yogurt, and then you can kind of play around and see what works for you. But it'll be anywhere, it'll end up being anywhere from like a Greek yogurt all the way to a thick, less watery cream cheese. So that's pretty cool, right? All right, let's just say, for argument's sake, let's say you don't have a Euro Cuisine, you have no access to it, you can't get it, you don't have one. Can you drip your yogurt with anything else? Yes, you can. You can use cheesecloth, which is pretty easy to find online these days or at a local store. Or you can use, and, and let me just say, actually, you can use that with a strainer. So you put the cheesecloth in a strainer and then you put the yogurt in and just let it drip down. Or if you don't even have that, you can strain your yogurt with coffee filters. So, or of course, they're unused coffee filters, but clean coffee filters will work as well. Now, unless I'm making yogurt, I have to be honest with you, unless I'm making yogurt for a particular recipe and I want it to be really a smooth and creamy and without that whey, without water in it, then I don't usually drip it at all. I've been making yogurt for so long that I actually, I came up in a generation of yogurt makers that were non-drippers, but it seems like now this, these appliances for dripping, they're everywhere. It's all the rage. So use your own personal preference as your guide when it comes to dripping yogurt. All right, here is question number six. SCD yogurt stumper that I get a lot. It's question number six. How much yogurt should I eat? Simple, right? How much yogurt should I eat? I get this question all the time because there's really nobody out there telling you this is how much you should eat. Okay, today I'm going to tell you. Most people can eat up to two cups of yogurt a day. You can divide those into two portions if you like or you can eat them all at once. Let your symptoms and your intuition be your guide, though. For some people, I see some people that one half cup is all the yogurt that they need or tolerate for their digestive challenges. And maybe that's all that they need to bring it into balance. Some people find that they even will get constipation if they have more than one half a cup a day. And we certainly don't want that. Elaine did say, though, that a person could have up to three cups a day, but that more than that, it would be detrimental to their health. So good to know that. A follow-up question that I get to this question is, and I this one is just so important, maybe the most important one that I'm going to talk about today. So if you've been multitasking, come back to me. So here's the question. So if I can have one cup or two cups or whatever my goal is, can I just start there? I just have that amount. And I have to tell you, mom friend, I've got to give it to you straight. I'm going to tell you no. No, I would not do that. It does work for some people, but for most people with moderate to severe IBD, it doesn't work so well. I would say no. Do not start. Like if your goal is one cup of yogurt a day, I wouldn't start there. I would start with just a spoonful a day and then start to work your way up. 
Most of my clients, they can tolerate a spoonful a day. But keep in mind that you're adding in loads of beneficial bacteria there. And so there's bound to be some sort of die-off going on. Now, die-off, that happens when we add in beneficial bacteria to help heal the gut. During those early stages when we're just starting to add those bacteria, the probiotic in, our body releases toxins. It's due to a flushing out of the old to make room for the new and the healthy. And it's actually a good thing, but it doesn't feel so good when you're going through it. So symptoms that you might experience when you first add in the yogurt, those might be symptoms like diarrhea, stomach cramping, bloating, gas, and you can even get symptoms like brain fog, poor concentration, irritation, anxiety, irritability. I see these kinds of symptoms a lot of the times too. And these are normal. Just know these are normal. It's due to die-off. It happens when you add in any probiotic that's new to your system, to your body. The yogurt, as you'll see when you look at the recipe, it's a probiotic at its core. So just be patient with it. I always say be patient, but be persistent. So that means go slow, but keep moving. Keep eating it. Keep increasing your amount. The symptoms, they should clear up within a few days to a couple weeks. Occasionally, I do have to tell you though, like a word of warning here, occasionally I have worked with clients whose bodies are so sensitive that they can't even tolerate a spoonful of yogurt a day. Moms with super sensitive guts, they should not give up. I'm telling you, if that's you, don't give up. I've had clients that have to start even, I know this sounds crazy, but just by putting their tongue, the tip of their tongue to the yogurt, and then they work their way up from there. The key here is to listen to your body. It will tell you all you need to know. Okay, let's move on to question number seven. Question number seven that I get all so often is, how long will my yogurt keep in the refrigerator? So here's the deal, and it's quick and simple. The probiotic benefit of the yogurt, it'll last about two weeks. You can keep eating the yogurt while it's still fresh, but you won't be getting that probiotic benefit anymore. So I'd say try to eat it in two weeks. All right, number eight, moving on to number eight. If I use my yogurt in baking or cooking, will I still get the probiotic benefit? This is a question I hear a lot from you mamas out there. No, the answer is no, you won't. Heating up your yogurt, it diminishes the probiotic benefit. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't use your yogurt in baking or cooking. I use mine all the time for this purpose. I use it in salad dressings and sauces, cookies, pancakes, breads, and you know, the the ideas, the possibilities of what you can use it in, they're endless. I find that it's a great way to add milk, right? It is kind of like milk, right? It's a great way to add milk to a recipe without the lactose or without any dairy at all if you're using a non-dairy version. So yes, cooking and baking, yes, but just know you won't get the same probiotic benefit once you heat it up. All right, let's talk about the opposite of that. Another question that I get, can I freeze my yogurt? Yes, yes, you can. You can freeze your yogurt when it's done, and you can also freeze the milk and the starter before you use them. However, I have this caveat here. However, number one, don't eat them frozen. 
If you want to get the probiotic benefit from it, you have to let it thaw back down to refrigerator temperature. Now, number two, the other thing that's important for you to know is that you may also lose a bit of the probiotic benefit if you freeze it. So yes, you can, but know that number one, you're going to thaw it back down to refrigerator temperature and you are going to lose a little bit of the probiotic benefit there. We've made it to number 10. And this is a question I get asked all the time. I'm having digestive troubles after starting the yogurt. What should I do? All right. What we have to do here is we have to figure out if you're having a die-off reaction, that reaction I mentioned just a few minutes ago, or is this a true food sensitivity? And we can do it by just a few steps. Number one, if you think you're sensitive to dairy, to all dairy, not just the lactose in dairy, because it wouldn't matter in that case because we're removing 99% of the dairy when we make the SCD yogurt. But if you think you're sensitive to all dairy, then I think it's best to hold off. Hold off on adding in the yogurt to your SCD diet. Hold off for about a month, and then you might be able to start it at that point there might be enough digestive healing that you can then try it. So that's number one. Now, whenever you introduce it, whenever the time is right for you, when you do introduce the yogurt, like I mentioned before, and I have to say it again, do it slowly. Never start with a whole cup. It's likely that you will experience those die-off symptoms I mentioned before. Remember, you're going to start with about one teaspoon a little um, spoonful, and then you're going to do that for a few days. After a few days, you increase to maybe one tablespoon, and then you keep increasing and so on until you get to your desired amount, the amount that's right for you. Now, remember that even that could be too much for you. You can start even, this is really cool, you can actually start with just the whey from the yogurt. Remember, that's that watery, milky, watery part of the yogurt. And that can be tolerated a little bit easier by some, by some people. I remember my client, Leslie, she was sensitive to yogurt. And even when she started with a small spoonful, so she started with just one tiny drop of whey in a full glass of water. She kept increasing the whey and lessening the water. And then over time, she was able to then move into the yogurt this process took time. It does take time. It took time for Leslie. It would take time for you if this is you, but trust me, it's worth it. It's worth the effort. Balancing the bacteria in your microbiome, it's the key to healing your IBD. So you can see, yeah, it's worth the effort. One other thing to keep in mind is that please know that you never have to have dairy yogurt. If dairy is an issue for you, you never have to have dairy yogurt to get the benefit, those probiotic benefits I'm talking about. If you know, without a shadow of a doubt, you know that dairy doesn't work for you, or you know you don't want to have dairy, make it non-dairy. You can avoid these digestive symptoms altogether sometimes if you just avoid the dairy in the yogurt. Everyone's different. Everyone's different here. I see some clients who thrive on dairy yogurt. I know for a lot of people that seems crazy, Those everybody who's way against dairy, but I do see some people that the dairy actually works better for them. And then I see others who just react horribly on it. It's so individual. Everyone is so unique here. 
So take the time, spend some time trying to find the right yogurt for you to help balance that gut bacteria. It will definitely serve you. And lastly, I just want to point out one more thing, and this is really important. Just like SCD isn't for everyone, yogurt isn't for everyone either, especially if you tend more towards constipation. And here we are, this is that one case where I don't recommend yogurt. In cases like these where constipation is an issue for you, I actually often recommend sauerkraut instead of yogurt. Sauerkraut is fermented too, just like yogurt. It's a lot like SCD yogurt. It's full of the beneficial gut bacteria, which is really the goal. That's what we're trying to get to. This fermented cabbage, sauerkraut, it's awesome. It's an awesome probiotic for the system. And it's a great way for you to get into other fermented vegetables, which truth be told, it's really the ultimate goal. That's what we're trying to move towards as your digestive tract heals. Most IBD guts, they're just not ready for this kind of fermentation in the beginning. So that's why we start with the homemade fermented yogurt first and we work our way up from there. See how the bottom line here is that no matter how you do it, with dairy yogurt, with non-dairy yogurt, with other fermented vegetables, this healing, it's about finding a way to balance the bacteria in your gut. It's crucial and it's key for us. The way to do this, it's going to differ from one IBD mom to the next because our digestive system, because our digestive systems, they're all just different. All right, that's a wrap. That's a wrap on my top 10 SCD yogurt making stumpers that I get asked all the time. These are my most frequently asked questions. And I know there's more. I know that there's more questions out there. And if you get the four SCD yogurt making recipes that I mentioned before, the ones that you can download at karenhaley.com forward slash yogurt, you're going to see that actually there's more yogurt making questions answered there. There's a pretty extensive FAQ section in the recipes so that you can get all of your most common questions answered, those questions that come up for you that are kind of just stumping you when it comes to SCD yogurt. Now, as always, we got to talk about how you can do it like a mom when it comes to SCD yogurt. I've got four tips for you. Number one, get really comfortable with the yogurt making steps before you start. If you need to listen to this episode again and take notes, do it. Absolutely do it. Take notes so that you'll feel confident when you get started. Number two, ask questions when you don't understand something. There's bound to be a part of the process that confuses you. I know that before I started it, it was confusing as hell for me. But I want you to get the facts. Get the facts before you try it out. Know that no matter what, you are going to make missteps when it comes to yogurt. It's okay. We all do it. Try to laugh. Try to laugh at it knowing that you're in good company. Number four, lastly, you can do it like a mom by going slow, slow, slow. This isn't a race with a finish line. Go slow with yogurt and it will serve you best. Remember, I love connecting with you. If questions come up that I didn't answer for you, please reach out. 
If I don't know the answer, I'll definitely have fun finding it out for you because I geek out on all of this stuff. I geek out on IBD, healing foods. I geek out on SCD. I love finding out more about these kinds of things and the miracle of this yogurt every day. So reach out, absolutely. As we wrap up, I want you to know that I'm thinking of you as you move along on your IBD journey, mama. We're in this together. No matter where we are in the world, the really cool thing about this podcast is that we're all connected. We're all in this together, supporting each other as we do our best on our IBD healing journey, as we do our best every day. I'm sending you love and support and Cheeky Mama healing vibes. Chat soon. Thank you so much for joining me today and for listening to today's episode. When it comes to IBD, I know there's a lot of resources out there, and I'm truly honored that you chose the Cheeky Podcast to get your IBD information today. If you found this information helpful, please give us a rating and review. It helps other moms find the podcast and see what we're doing over here to help IBD moms everywhere. And if you feel called to do it, share this podcast with an IBD mom who you know could really use an uplifting message today because that's what we're all about over here at the Cheeky Podcast. One last thing, if you're still with me, and if you are, you're definitely my kind of gal. We have to get to know each other better. If you're tired of living on the hamster wheel of IBD with all the ups and downs between flares and remission, if you're struggling to get control of your abdominal pain, gas, bloating, diarrhea, and other troubling IBD symptoms, go to my website. It's karenhaley.com, and my mom had to be just a little bit different, spell my name with a Y. So it's K-A-R-Y-N-H-A-L-E-Y.com, and schedule your very own free 30-minute IBD root cause troubleshooting session with me, where we discuss the challenges you've been having, we set goals to help you move forward, and we talk about how we can work together to help you get your life back. It's a power-packed 30 minutes. You don't have to live in IBD status quo. There's so much that can be done to transform your life so you can thrive in motherhood and thrive with IBD. I've seen my clients walk this path and it gives me so much joy to take that journey with them. My entire coaching practice is run online, so you never have to leave your house and you never have to get out of your jammy or yoga pants for us to work together. You know I'm wearing them too. If you're ready to take your first amazing step towards healing, I'm ready to chat with you. Schedule your free 30-minute IBD root cause troubleshooting sesh today at karenhaley.com. Click on the work with me tab and I'll see you soon. It's important to note that the information in this podcast and in this episode is for general information purposes only and not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice. The statements made in the Cheeky Podcast for Moms with IBD, either by me or my guests, is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Before implementing any new treatment protocols, do yourself a favor and consult your physician first. Thank you so much for listening, for being here, for saving this space for us to spend some time together. Until we chat again, I'm wishing you a cheeky and healthy IBD journey.